Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, my friends, to the Wednesday edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour here on WABC. If you would like to be part of the program, 800 848 WABC is the number to reach us. 800 848 Let's get the ugly. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's get the ugly out of the way first. The special election in New York. You have, of course, if you've been interested in it, no doubt seen a dearth just coverage everywhere. Swaziland won. Now, this is a this to me is a classic lesson in the difference between the mindset of the Democrat Party and Republican moderates and rhinos. Democrats view politics very differently. Republicans will look, certain Republicans will look and say, you know, winning isn't everything. We have to we have to live up to our principles and we have to of course and principles are good. Do not ever mistake me for thinking that it's okay to let your principles slide. But Republicans will say, Yeah, winning isn't everything. You know, that's how you get Certain representatives, we cannot abide a serial liar next to us in the Republican caucus. We simply cannot abide it. Democrats, on the other hand, look at it and they say winning is not everything. It's the only thing. You have to win in order to advance your objectives. Winning is the ball game. You have to win elections. And they have serial fantasists, people that don't tell the truth in their party. All you have to do is look at Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff has been exposed time after time for not telling the truth. Do Democrats in his own caucus, have they ever surrounded and said, you know what, we cannot abide a serial fantasist in our party. Let's get rid of him. No, of course they don't. Right now, Adam Schiff is on track to win if, it, if, if, if the numbers hold out, and I don't know whether they will, but if the numbers hold out, he will win the seat that was held by the late Fi, Diane Feinstein out in California, and become elevated from the House as a serial fantasist into the United States Senate where his mistruths can have even more impact than they did in the House. Democrats would never think of circling him and saying, okay, you've got to go. You just, we cannot abide you. You have got to go. But Republicans have a different view. We can't take that George Santos. Was he convicted of anything? No, but we got to get rid of him. Did he have a trial yet? No, but get rid of him. We don't like him. He's an embarrassment. We're embarrassed. 
We go to the cocktail parties and people are asking us, why are you, why do you have that man in your party? That man is a disgrace. Okay, 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 let's get rid of him. And today, the Republican majority has shrunk to two. Got rid of him. And by the way, great campaign guys, Rona, McPhail, and everyone else, great campaign. Donald Trump today ripped into who he called called the very foolish woman who lost to a Democrat in a special election in New York. He angrily reacted to Republican Mazi Philippe. Philip. Philip. Yes. Angrily. He called for a real candidate in November. She distanced herself from him. He said, I almost have a 99% endorsement success rate in primaries. Very good number in the general elections. But just watch this very foolish woman running in a place she didn't endorse me. She tried to straddle the fence when she could have easily won if she understood anything about modern-day politics in America. MAGA, which is most of the Republican Party, stayed home. And it always will, unless it's treated with the respect that it deserves. He's asking for a real candidate. Now, there are some people that said this woman was a Democrat. I have never seen any proof of that. I don't know. I saw the stories about that. But that's done. Nikki Haley wasted no time in jumping into this. Nikki Haley blamed Donald Trump for the loss in New York. Let's just say the quiet part out loud. She says Donald Trump continues to be a huge weight against Republican candidates. Now, I don't know how Nikki's folks think this is going to help her. Right now, she is, according to latest polling, according to the latest polls, she's over 30 points behind in her native state of South Carolina. Primary coming up in 10 days in South Carolina. And I don't know how Nikki thinks putting on those high heels and going out and saying that Donald Trump is to blame for this loss is going to endear her Republicans in her state who, by and large, support Donald Trump. There's something about this approach that I just find odd politically. Who is she running for if she's not running to persuade the voters in her own state of her viability, then who is she running for? I don't know. Nikki Haley also doubled down on calling for Republicans in the House to pass a border bill. She says that House Republicans, get this, House Republicans, Nikki Haley says, were peacocking. 
peacocking. When they impeached last night, Secretary of Homeland Security, uh, Security Alejandro Mayorkas, they're peacocking. That's what Nikki Haley says. It shows the dysfunction of Congress. It shows the fact that they care more about peacocking than they do about getting anything done. But let's first say a number one priority is to secure the border, period. That is the focus, and that should be happening. Well, Ms. Haley, this may come as some surprise, but part of what Congress is supposed to do is oversight. Oversight of Homeland Security, for instance, and repeated visits to the Capitol, to the House Oversight Committee on Homeland Security, Mayorkas has stonewalled. He sat up and told, said things that weren't true. He has been the, the representative of this administration for the six-plus million illegal immigrants that now have found their way into the United States during Joe Biden's reign. And so it's quite easy for you to stand up in your high heels and complain that House members are peacocking when they try to get a border deal. The border deal that they came with was not serious from the Senate. It would allow another million immigrants in. Illegal. Wasn't a serious gesture. So House Republicans quite naturally rejected it. Easy for you to sit on the sidelines and say, oh, they're peacocking. They're peacocking. It's a little bit more complicated than that. I don't think Nikki Haley's being fair to the members of Congress. I think that she's, that, that actually would like to see a real effort not something thrown up so that we can dish out $60 billion to Ukraine. And that is what the emphasis is in the Senate. In fact, there's a story out today how senators are upset with Speaker Johnson. They're so upset because he is demanding, he's demanding that they deal with the border. That has been his position. And he also before the votes were counted on this, this deal that 22 Republicans signed on to to join with Democrats and pass another welfare handout for other nations amounting to hundreds, over $100 billion in total. Speaker Johnson, was, he said, no, this is, this is doomed for failure in the House. And that has Senate Republicans upset. Now, I don't know whether it's a lack of education or whether it's something else. There seems to be a perception that there is a hierarchy in the legislative branch. That on the first rung are the lowly scrubs in the House, and on the second higher rung are those wonderful elite senators. That perception is wrong. The House and the Senate are co-equal in 
the legislative branch. One is not superior to the other. Now, these senators, because there are few of them, may think that they're superior, but they are not. The Constitution actually shows favor to the House. The framers of this country, the Constitution, actually understood that the House had to have certain powers so that they could, as being the branch that was closest to the American people, not furthest away, closest to the American people. In terms of accountability, House members are voted, have to run for election every two years. Every two years, they have to stand up to voters and say, did we do a good job? Not so in the Senate. In fact, when the country was formed, the Senate didn't even have to stand up. They were appointed by legislators. It was only later on that they became subject to the will of the voters. But the, the, the branch in the federal government that is closest to the will of the American people is the House of Representatives. And the constitutional framers vested the House with the right, constitutional right, to establish what money gets spent where in appropriations and what who gets taxed. Not to the Senate, to the House. So all these senators standing on their hind legs, oh, we don't like what the speaker's doing. As I said yesterday, the speaker should just ball up his hand in a fist and extend one finger and tell these senators to go pound sand. He can stand for what is right and what his members are saying the American people want. And he does not have to give in to being bullied by these elite, out-of-touch, elitist, globalist, spoiled brat, rhino senators. I'm anxious to see what you have to say about all of this. Yeah. So much music history here today, as every day. Coming back, your calls, birthday today, Vic Briggs, a British blues and rock musician, along with Eric Burdon, House of the Rising Sun with the Animals back in 1964, on WABC Talk Radio 77, 800-848-WA. 
D. C. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On 77 WABC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Yeah, I want to fly away like a Republican house seat. Uh, 1999, Lenny Kravitz goes to number one with this one. It also won a Grammy Award for the best uh, male rock performance back in that year, 1999. Great song. A lot of people are on hold on the telephones that went away in on New York special election, and I do want to take your call, so I want to run through a few other news stories first. So if you're on hold, please stay on hold. We want to hear what you have to say, Okay. First up, U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election, and that is what triggered the allegations that the former president's campaign had been colluding with Russia, according to a report. This report has not been confirmed by the New York Post. They are the ones who reported this story. Uh, it is, according to material that was published Monday on Michael Schellenberger's public substack. Now, a former CIA director Brennan identified presented targets to the U.S. intelligence sharing partners, the so-called Five Eyes agencies. Those are the intelligence operations of the United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. The report by independent journalist... Michael Schellenberger, 
Mike Taibbi and Alex Gutentag, again, have not been confirmed by the New York Post. They cite multiple unnamed sources, including one close to House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence led by Mike Turner in Ohio. Now, if this report is accurate, of course, this should be fully investigated. Will it be? No. There's a lot more to say about this, but time is fleeting. And so let us just table it for the moment. By the way, anybody surprised? I have been asking all along, what has been the role of British MI6 where they got this Christopher Steele guy who came up with the phony dossier? This was a massive effort to interfere in the American elections. Massive. Illegal. And of course, it should be thoroughly investigated. House Intelligence Chair, Mr. Turner, who we just spoke of, is warning that there is a national serious uh, uh, national security threat so serious he's asking the president to declassify it. The members of Congress have been briefed on what this threat is. We, the American people, have not. Today, he said, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I'm requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration, and our allies can openly discuss actions necessary to respond to this threat. What is this threat to our country? Don't know. But Speaker of the House uh, Johnson just said a short time ago that Americans should not panic this is not this is not the same. They should not be alarmed over what this is. So I guess in coming days we may there will always be some kind of leak perhaps that will let us know exactly what this threat is. Meanwhile, the White House is refusing, refusing to meet with the Speaker of the House about border security. Joe Biden says, Screw you. I'm not gonna meet with you. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley's out. Who is she condemning? She condemning Joe Biden? No. She's condemning the House members, calling them a bunch of peacocks for impeaching Mayorkas. And, and, and Mayorkas deserve to be impeached. Now, is it going to go anywhere? Absolutely not. Not with the Senate that we have now. We have 22 Republicans voting with Democrats to hand over your money overseas while our own borders are insecure. So you can, can you expect them to actually take a strong hand? on this this obvious dereliction of duty that has happened at American borders? Of course not. But they did the right thing. All right, your calls on this election in New York are coming up. WABC Talk Radio 77, Bo Snurley here with you. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. We are going to take your calls. There's some Fanny news, news from Da Fanny, but we are going to hold it. Tomorrow's the hearing. Da Fanny's going to have to answer up some questions. WABC Talk Radio 77. Keep it right here.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Real New York 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. 1965 on this day, Otis Redding records this song, his version. At Atlantic Studios here in New York City, it was it was originally uh, uh, written for the Speedo for Speedo Sims. His band is singing "Demons." Otis Redding rewrote it, sped up the rhythm. He recorded it himself. His version was out before Aretha. It's sold okay, but then came 1967 and the Queen, Aretha. She turned it out. The rest is history. Let us, as promised, head to the telephones. Sal, and we fade it. We, we, we fade it very gently. We don't just cut it off. Okay, so this is how we do it. Like that, nice and easy. Okay, Sal in Long Island. How are you? Hey, how are you, sir? Thanks for taking my call. Listen, we don't have nobody to blame but the never-Trumper, Mr. Peter King, who lead the charge to impede George Santos, who uh, chose this uh, hard-to-listen lady to uh, beat uh, Squazzy, he knew better, and he did it anyway. And the reason he did it, because he hates Trump. He's a never-Trumper. And that's the reason I stayed home. I didn't vote. Aha. And people, and Donald Trump said people like you did. He's talking about people like you that actually could have voted in the election but chose to stay home because she distanced himself from Donald Trump. And you are calling saying, yep, you're one of those people. Okay. Thank you, Sal. Let us hear what other folks have to say. Let us go to Huntington. And uh, is it Harold or Harold? How are you, sir? Yeah. What do Democrats, the left-wing media, and rhinos all love? What? Nikki Cheney. That's what she's done to herself. Nikki Cheney. Nikki Cheney. So you are not happy. Are you calling from West Virginia? Is that where you're calling from? No, 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 no. West Tennessee. West Tennessee. Okay. And, okay, so... Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yes. Okay. Nikki Haley is not impressing you. Let me ask you the question I asked earlier, Harold. Who exactly is Nikki Haley targeting? She's attacking the House members for being peacocks because they impeached Mayorkas. She's blaming the House members for not coming up uh, and supporting this immigration bill, which was an utter disaster. 
She's blaming Donald Trump for the special election that took place in uh, New York, where Republican again lost. Who is Nikki Haley trying, as you call her, Nikki Cheney, trying to appeal to? I don't know, but the same people that love her picked John McCain and Mitt Romney as our candidates, and what happened? We lost. She's trying to move from the South Carolina swamp to the swamp in Washington. Be the leader of the swamp. Leader of the swamp. I got you. So good to hear from you. Thank you for the call. Joe in Brookhaven, you are up next. Hi, Bo. Always an honor, sir. Uh, removing Santos, that was the worst political move since McConnell didn't give the 2000 to, uh, during that special election in Georgia to the constituents down there. I blame Peter King and Al D'Amato for removing Santos. Uh, they didn't, and they're not going to get one vote in November, these uh, New York congressmen, for doing that. Uh, Mazi Phillip was a registered Democrat. And I love her. Believe me, I love her. I respect her immensely. But National GOP passed up over 30 Republican potential candidates, and the people, Republicans, were pissed off. They ran away from America First MAGA and Trump, like the other gentleman said, uh, Peter Peter King, never Trumpers. And Santos wasn't going to run again, Bo. The grifters, the consultants made a lot of money here. And uh, you know, I don't know what they say. They, uh, Peter King's got to go. D'Amato's got to go. And uh, we got to get behind Trump. And- but, but Peter King and D'Amato aren't in the House anymore. They're working from the outside. Let me ask you a question. What about the congressmen, like this guy Mike Lawler and others, who just on their high horse demanding that, oh, we can't bear to be in the same room with this serial liar. We can't stand him. He's a liar. He's he's unconscionable. We got to get rid of him. What about these New York, the New York delegation, and not only the New York de- delegation, some of the other moderates in the House who actually voted to get rid of a fellow Republican that had not been convicted at a trial, that had not seen due process? How about those people? What do they deserve in terms of any blame, some blame? What do you think? Oh, absolutely. It was, it was, and they were being pushed by Al D'Amato. And like I said, in November, they're not going to gain one vote by getting rid of George Santos, who wasn't going to run again. I kind of like Santos, and he was not convicted, like you said. It was a stupid, but they were pushed by the uh, GOP party and by the elders, Peter King and D'Amato. And that's why, and over and over on your radio station, they pushed, they, they said this guy was the worst thing, the devil. And they, they, it was a worst political move, Bo. I look, I'm, I'm, Bo is not arguing with you. Bo is listening very intently to every word that you are saying here. I'm going to tell you something. As I said at the opening of this program, there is a difference in the mindset of, of Republicans and Democrats. Some of these elite Republicans, ah, you know, winning isn't everything. Uh, we we can't we can't sit next to a serial liar. The man's a liar, fraud. He lied. And for Democrats, it's different. Democrats will tell you, yeah, winning's not everything. It's the only thing. We have to win the seats in order to push our agenda. Winning is first in politics, not in life. Well, the Democrats think it's in life. I understand people that say, but 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 but. But yes, winning isn't everything. 
You have to have principles. Yes, you do. I get that. But if you are playing in the political warfare and you are not as committed as your opponent, guess who is going to win? Your opponent. Adam Schiff, who has told bigger lies that impact this country? George Santos or Adam Schiff? The Democrats never surrounded Adam Schiff. You said, you know, you know, you know, Mr. Schiff, you're a liar. We don't like working around lies. We have to get rid of you. They didn't do that. Schiff is on his way to becoming the senator from California, getting a promotion. And what do Republicans get? One less seat. Thanks, Rona. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, let us go to Joaquin in Pennsylvania. How are you, Joaquin? How are you doing? Hey, Bo. All right. I hope that you can hear me okay. I had to start moving. Well, these switch-hitting, knee-pad-wearing, reaching across the aisle to do the reach-around, rhino Republicans, you know what's going to be coming our way? is We're going to get the immigration reform package and everything that they want to jam up our butts. You know, I'm telling you, and, and you hear Nikki out again. Not only is she blaming Donald Trump for yesterday, She's blaming the House for impeaching Mayorkas. They're peacocking. And then she's uh, blaming the House for not passing this horrid, horrid so-called reform bill that would have just let another million illegal immigrants into the country on top of the six million that Joe Biden already has let in. Thank you, Joaquin. Gracie in Rockland County, how are you? My bow, my bow. Listen, Lola is my congressperson. I'm going to give him my an earful tomorrow morning, okay? Because he comes on the local radio station uh, once a, a, a month, and I give I talk to him. But I kind of liked him, but now I'm angry. I am a Trumpster, okay? From when he went down the escalator, because I knew he wasn't a politician. And I can't stand D'Amato, I can't stand King, and I can't stand uh, Cox, the one that was married to Trisha Nixon. Uh, You said it beautifully, Bo. They they think they're better than the rank and file. They absolutely, these are, look, Gracie, my Gracie, these guys are working on a very different mindset than the mindset that we operate with. We understand You have to win elections in order to move the needle. They don't care about that. They really don't care about that whatsoever. Mark in Long Island, you're up next. Mark, got to make it quick. We got to head to a break pretty soon. What's up? Yeah, Bo, the thing here is this. What you really have is half the Republican Party is always willing to take a dive. And the reason why is they're establishment Republicans. So they want to be able to do things like the Ukraine package and everything else, but they can't do it if they have someone like Santos who already said he's only going to vote Republican as long as he's in, and he's going to step down and not vote again. That's why McCarthy stepped down after he lost the Speakership of the House. It's because they're trying to reduce their votes so that this way they can say, oh, it wasn't our fault when this stuff gets passed. But it's absolutely directly their fault because the establishment Republicans have more in, com- more in common with the Democrats than they do with the rank-and-file Republican Party. I want you to do me a favor. 
Say that last thing you said one more time. In other words, they have more in interest with the Democrat Party, the established Republicans, than they do with the rank and file of the Republican Party. And they are shoving it in your face. Thank you, Mark. Lori, you're up next in Long Island. How are you, Lori? Hi. I am ready to blow my head off today. I'm in District 3, New York District 3. I cannot believe that we lost yesterday. I can't believe it. But I know all the reasons why. Because, A, they put the wrong person out at the wrong time. She might be great, but she's not ready, number one. Number two, the Republicans did nothing, nothing to get her message out properly. I only saw about a million ads yesterday, but hardly anything before. As for George Santos, we got what we got. But you know what? He did his job. I pay attention to politics. I am somewhat involved, I guess. He did his job. He was a vote for us. He had town halls on the phone, answered every question and correctly. And if he didn't know it, he knew exactly where to send you. Shame on the New York Republican legislators who voted against him to get him out. All they had to do was wait for November to get somebody else in. Now we're stuck with a lifetime politician Democrat who is going to continue to do all the things that Biden's done, all the things that he's done in years past. It is a disgrace. When is the Republican Party going to wake up, take the Democratic playbook and start freaking using it? You are amazing. You have summed up an amazing indictment against what transpired here. And the votes count. The thing that you said that that really sticks home. Okay, he was all of that. But he voted with the Republican base. And you know what? That is perhaps his biggest sin. He voted with you. He voted with me. He voted with conservatives. He voted with the conservative base. And the establishment Republicans, if there's not one thing that, as a Republican, you should understand if you are a member of the Freedom Caucus, if you are a member of the conservative movement, the established Republicans hate you more than they hate Democrats. Period. Birthday today for Maceo. Maceo Parker, American funk, Joel, and oh man, this guy, jazz saxophonist, worked with Brown, of course, worked with Parliament, Funkadelic, De La Soul, James Addiction, Dave Matthews, Prince, and his band, The New Power Generation, Maceo, household word for everybody that loves the music. Heavenly birthday, it's not heavenly birthday, Maceo Parker, on this day, born 1943. Time to check in with Lou Dobbs. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly. On 77 WABC. This is the news and talk station of New York with Bo Snerdly. Now, folks, please pay attention to this. Real New York. 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. 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 
birthday today. Also, Rob Thomas, American singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. That's him singing on this one, Smooth by Santana. Of course, with Matchbox 20. On WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. Gotta do it quick. Steve and Dix Hills, you're up first. Make it quick. Bo, love your call. I agree with everything the last six people said, and I want my congressman to know that I'm going to be voting for Trump in November, but I'm not voting for him. They could have kept their mouths shut and left Santos till November. I can't believe what they did, and they lost my vote. Okay, Tom, in Manhattan, you're up next. Make it quick. James, in 2022, Tucker Carlson interviewed Mike Turner, the representative from Ohio. You can go to YouTube and see it. It shows that he's in the bag for somebody. That's why he's screaming alarm bells. There's something in it for him. Mm, Okay, we'll have to go look at that. Robert in Yonkers, you are up next. To all those who stayed home and didn't vote yesterday, there is no not voting. Not voting is voting by forfeit. Mm, okay. John in New Rochelle, up next. John in New Rochelle, once, twice. Yeah, John in New Rochelle, speaking. Okay, go right ahead. First time I'm ever getting through. Uh, I just want to talk about, I don't understand how this country's insane. You've got shootings all over the country. Today, my Florida, Kansas City. New York, and you're voting in people that wanted to defund the the, uh, defund the police. I'm a, I was, I'm a veteran. I'm 85 years old. I served 25 years on the police department. I just can't figure out what's going on in this country. John, number one, thank you for your service. We love you. Appreciate you. Tom, you only have a few seconds. Woodbridge, make it count. Yes, uh, Dr. Paul Cree Roberts does a very good job of analyzing. Thank you. I'm not uh, doing any details. more promotions with this. You're going to talk issues and stop hyping people every and books and all that every time you call. No thanks. I need the issues, not who you want to hype. Thank you, Tom, for the call. Okay, my friends, it is Valentine's Day here on W. You know who wrote a nasty Valentine's Day message? That woman, Kathy Griffin. She's getting divorced. She, I have it right here, the story. She took to her ex account, made it clear she doesn't like the holiday dedicated to love. She says, I'm getting divorced. F Valentine's Day and F all of you. A little bitter, don't you think? <laughs> anyway. Ugh. It is Valentine's Day. And I want to wish every single one of you whether you have somebody to share it with or not. If you have no one to share it with, share it with yourself. Love yourself. Give that love to you. But if you do have somebody to share it with, enjoy it. Enjoy the moments. Love is a wonderful thing. Love is the only thing. Michael Henderson will take us out this afternoon. And happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, Debbie. Happy Valentine's Day to every single one of you. May God bless, protect each and every one of you and your families.
and your loved one. I have nothing but love and gratitude for you allowing me to be with you every single day here that you're with me. It is such an honor. And I am so blessed to have you in my life. You are my Valentine's every day. God willing, back tomorrow. On WABC. And until then, my friends. <laughs>